This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will smart food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Good evening and salutations. You are listening to The Blowhole with Finkel and Einhorn. Thanks for downloading once again, hopefully, and uh, to any new listeners, welcome. Uh, Finkel and Einhorn are nowhere to be found, so filling in tonight are myself, James Radio, and my co-host, Robcast. How's it going, Rob? Uh, well, you know what? It's going good. I'm I'm optimistic. I'm feeling fine. Why exactly are you feeling fine? Because I choose not to feel crappy. What would you be feeling crappy about? Well, some people might feel that their first place Miami Dolphins um, have let them down with their offensive performance in the last two games. Oh, oh, oh! I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about the Dolphins. Not, not tonight. Let's let's talk about something else. Let's talk about. Uh, so, oh, have you seen the new uh, the new Venom movie that's in theaters? Theaters, I in movie theaters. In, I saw it this week in a movie theater. In a movie theater, there were like three people there. It was fantastic. The the movie or the theater? The experience, just going. But I like going to movies by myself, and there was like literally like no one in there, so that was fun. Did you go to the one of the ones with like the big seats, the big cushy seats? I did not actually. Um, I went to where did I go? Uh, the Sundial downtown St. Petersburg. Um, one of their just standard theaters. It was it was a matinee. It was cheap. It was you know for the money it was good and uh, yeah I had a good time. I actually uh, the movie was much better than the critics are giving credit for. Um, as a comic book nerd and someone who grew up reading a lot of comic books, Spider Man was my favorite. 
I didn't have very high expectations going into this. I didn't know how they were going to tell a Venom movie without any Spider-Man story. So um, it was interesting. I thought they actually did a nice job. Uh, Tom Hardy was fantastic, as always. And um, I really enjoyed it. I liked the Venom character. I liked the way they were able to pull it off. And it was basically like a two-hour two movie about, uh, about Eddie Brock, for the most part. There wasn't even all that much Venom in it, either. It was... It was it was good. It was a nice beginning to a story. Like, I would definitely want to see the sequel. Wow. Yeah, I mean, wow. a B, a this, solid B. Like, it's not like the greatest movie this ever. This is definitely more shocking than blowing a 17-3 lead in the fourth quarter. Oh, you had to do it. You had to do it, huh? All right, so why don't we talk about We'll talk about Sunday. All right, let's talk about what happened on Sunday. You want to, you want to start? or uh, do you Well... Want- I'll, I'll, I'll give you the floor. Go ahead. No, you go Since ahead. Since you're dying to talk about you it. You go so ahead because you're going to start as – you're going to focus on the negatives. And, and I'm going to po- be positive this whole podcast. I'm, I'm into it. I'm like, God damn, we're three and two. We lost two games that, you know, before the season didn't look like we'd probably <laughs> win anyway. This is not the end of the world. Well, if you had your stupid little button noise, I was going to flip it on you because I was going to be like, well, get ready because I actually I don't feel that bad about it. I thought they, you know, for the I mean, they should have won the game. Oh. I said they were going to lose and they actually played much better than I thought they were going to play. There was obviously a lot to be concerned about. and You hate losing like that. But, you know, you, you touched on it. They're three and two. They're tied for first place. The Bengals are a very good football team and we should have won the game. Um, so there's, there's some positives to be had there. Obviously the offense is, is a problem. There's, you know, we'll, we'll delve into that a little bit, but I mean, overall feeling wise, like, I don't know. I wasn't even, I mean, sure. I was pissed watching it, but I mean, it wasn't like it's the dolphins. I mean, like we're, we're used to this, right? I mean, it's fixable. I don't know if they'll fix it, but it's fixable. Sure. There, there was, I just want the, it was, it was one of those games that reminded me of those jet games, like those those few years where like it didn't matter how bad the Jets were, we couldn't beat them. Like every bounce would go against us. Yep. And it was just just that the one play just sticks in my head. We it was like a second and long. Uh Palmer's run Palmer? Oh my God. Remember Carson Palmer? Oh they God. both have red hair. I am starting this off terribly. All right. So Andy Dalton Your senility is really kicking it's in. It's really kicking in. Yeah. So Dalton's running around He's got somebody's got a hand on him. He sidearms this terrible pass, and because the pass, oh, the touchdown, the one offensive touchdown they scored. Yes, and it was a terrible pass. Kiko Alonso got turned around, and Mixon makes a great play to get the ball and sneak into the end zone. But that so many things had to go. That shouldn't have happened. And if that touchdown oh, yeah. doesn't happen there, you know this this maybe this doesn't happen. And even even those even the two pick sixes like oh those were they ridiculous were, they were absurd bouncing off of a helmet right into the guy's arms like those could have been incompletions or sacks or or something like this didn't have to go this way do you feel like that was kind of karma for the um the two touchdowns that Tannehill got credit for in the Raiders game <laughs> that were not really touchdown passes so this was like hey these weren't really terrible interceptions that he threw or like bad decisions that he made it was just like I, I was know. going to say it was karma for the for the McCain fake injury timeout against the. No, we uh, already had the karma for that because he's know, actually he's injured. Act- I know so yeah. that way that actually already happened. Right, but maybe it's double karma. You know, like you don't just get you have to pay. You, you don't just the, get free seventy the, yard touchdown passes. It's the tax. You know, it's the the karma tax. You get what you deserve, and then you get a little extra. I am I I am very very troubled with uh, with Tannehill's performance through the first five games. I mean, I thought the first three games he was fine. 
but even so, like he wasn't great. Like no. the offense made some big plays. They did what they had to do, but it wasn't like he's, wow, look at him go. He's had flashes. The right. the, the Stills touchdown pass in the Tennessee game was great. Um, the whole first half of the Jets game, I thought he was really really solid. Um, the Raiders game, he didn't make many mistakes. Honestly, they, the penalties really hurt him there. So I, I think he, he he was good in the first three games. He was awful in New England, and then um, you know. In Cincinnati, he didn't really show you much. In the first half, he was serviceable. In the second half, all right, I'm, they the, op- block I'm the optimist here. You can go with awful. He was also awful in Cincinnati. He had that great throw to to Drake. Whoa, we had a Drake sighting. Drake played. Uh, I love Kenyon Drake. Drake lives. I don't think. Yeah, actually, I don't think that's come through on the podcast as much. Like as much as I love, uh, as much as I love Kenyon Drake, I don't think that's really come through at all. I I love Kenyon Drake. He's what he might be my favorite Dolphin, on, except for Xavier Howard. Current, wow. Current Dolphin. Current Dolphin. Yeah. So that's the jersey you won't buy to ruin him. I'm not buying any jerseys. It almost seems like he knew, like they knew you would have bought his jersey, and therefore he started playing, like he just was non-existent in the first few weeks. Yeah. I, I'm I, one of, and this is one of the things I noticed about Drake last year too, was um, just, and, and I think this is probably a product of him playing at Alabama, is how well he, he blocks or he picks up blitzes. Um, that chip he had on Lawson was uh, that was a thing of beauty where he just he just flattened him and then went out into the flat and caught the pass on like a third and, and third a million and that we yeah, never oh. do we never we we give those up but yeah. we never get those that like, was such an amazing play that made me feel like we can do this that was that was one of my favorite dolphin plays and of then recent memory I don't have the facts but then we probably ran three terrible plays and punted or, or no we probably yeah. just or threw a pick six one of those things I don't think that was followed up by it might have actually it might have been followed up by a pick six I think there was like a holding penalty on like the next so they were like in third and long or second and long again and. Yeah, the second half was uh, the fourth quarter specifically was just uh, very, very difficult to watch, and it was unfortunate because of how well they had played up until that point as a team. And you hate to see the de- you hate. I mean, for the defense, you feel bad because they were they were lights out. They were that was one of the better performances I can of recent memory from a Miami Dolphins defense. Yes, well, they've been the only times they've played poorly this year is when they've been on the field too long. Yeah, their their defense is 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 they're beyond my expectations. I think their defense is playing great, but they're not, they're not the bears no. not to get ahead of ourselves yeah. here. <laughs> um, they were, uh, they were getting off the field when they had to that, that TJ McDonald penalty. I didn't, I didn't care for, I mean, I guess it makes sense. That was on the drive where the Bengals got their one offensive touchdown. Cause that was a third down that they got a free first down on. And then they went on to score a touchdown after that. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about that play? I, I mean, I guess, I don't. I, it was on the on the line. I feel like we're all the all the ones that are on the line are going against us. Did you feel like that was clearly a uh, what do they call roughing? Um, unsportsmanlike. But that 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 was the one. It was it was after the fact. It wasn't like a late hit that he actually got called. He actually did some. He got in his face nope, on the sideline. Nope, nope, oh, one. not that one. Yep. Oh, yeah. This was a different different play. So it was third and long. Uh, pass on the sideline was over the receiver's head. Oh, right, right. He came and he he hit him. I I don't think he led with his helmet. I don't think that's what they called. I think they just they called just hitting called a defenseless, defenseless receiver. receiver. I thought that was weak. I thought. I mean, it was. I you, guess I get it. Like he, I, but he didn't. He didn't lay him. He didn't lay into him. Honestly, I felt like it was weak. But this season. It, you can't complain. People have got these calls are happening, especially if you're the Dolphins, and it seems like you're getting called on all of them. So you got to be a little bit. You got to have that in your head. Well, 
At least, at least we're not Clay Matthews. Ah, touche. <laughs> if he looks at a quarterback, they throw flags at him. This tequila is delicious, by the way. It is. Esplanon. We're not allowed to say that. They're not an advertiser. No, no, that's uh, my buddy who gave it to me. My buddy, oh, my buddy Esteban? Esteban. My buddy Esteban. Esteban. Yes. 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 Uh, thank you, Esteban. This is delicious. God. Awesome. We're going to need <laughs> cases of this to get through so the season. So do we, we want to try something crazy, something we haven't done yet, something we might want to uh, we might want to, we want to bring in a Bears fan? Oh, I was going to say, did you want to talk more about Venom? Well, he might want to talk about Venom. Oh, sweet. Then, yeah, let's bring him on. All right. Let's get him on. uh, We're going to try and call him? Yes, we are going to try to call him. So let's see how this goes. A Bears fan, huh? And he lives in Florida. Um, What's his name again? Oh, Matt. Matthew. Matthew Michael. All right. Excellent. Yeah, so we're going to try and give Matthew a call um, to talk about the upcoming Bears game. I'll give some thoughts on, you know, Going into last week, I said I gave it. I thought it was a coin flip, um, and I also said the Dolphins were going to get stomped in Cincinnati, and they did not. So I'm not really changing my feelings on whether or not the Dolphins are going to win or lose this Bears game. I still think it's about fifty fifty. We're going to talk about lines and points in a minute. Um, that does remind me. Um, hey Rob, who won? Uh, how did we do last week in our in our pick'em? Okay, so if I had to look. I, oh, oh, I know. Hang, I just want to hear on. you say it. Sorry. Uh, I, wait, I can... oh, sorry, I have to do some um, some some work on the... Um... Yeah, you do the work. I'll just tell everybody what happened. So uh, th- on the three games that we disagreed on last week, so you may remember the first podcast, Rob went 3-0. and um, But it was pretty close. Like, there were some, there were some wishy-washy Hold ones. Hold on. We might have somebody on the call. But I was solid this past week. So I said the Dolphins would lose by 7. They lost by 10. I said the Steelers would cover. They more than covered. And I also said the Giants would cover. And the Giants should have won the game, actually, but they, they lost and covered. So, yeah, so I went 3-0 this if week. I so recall, we're now 3-3. Three and three. I went 3-0 and in the first week, and you snuck in 3-0 uh, and this week. No, 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 no. You snuck in a 3-0 and the first week, and I All definitively right. went 3-0 Hang on one week. second. I'm going to see what let's uh, – we're going to work on our technical difficulties. All right. We do have on the line, we have Matthew Scheel. He is a Chicago Bears fan. Figured we'd get a little, uh, maybe, <laughs> it's not just because we want to hear somebody who's happy about the way their team is playing, but we want to get a little uh, <laughs> insight into what we're, what we're up against um, this week. Matt is a, uh, uh, he has a podcast of his own, the Matt and Dave Show. He is the Matt of the Matt and Dave Show, so you guys may want to, Check that out. There will be no football talk on that at all. It's all pop culture and all the the nerdy stuff that uh, James Radio and and I love. So um, you guys would probably love it well as well. So Matt, welcome to the blowhole. Thanks for having me. Bear down. Oh, I didn't see that coming. You mean fins up? That's what you mean. You mean fins yeah, up? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we tried that bit already. About one glass of tequila ago when we weren't recording. It worked. Yeah. All right. Um, so you are, as we said, you are a Bears fan. So how are you feeling about your Bears this year? I feel much better this year than I have the previous, uh, seven. <laughs> oh boy. It's been that long, hasn't it? No, it's been a long time. I mean, we had, we suffered, I think three years, John Fox, two years of Cressman, uh, you know, and who knows what else, but, uh, yeah, we're feeling good this year. You know, I mean, I think uh, uh, during the off season, you know, the Bears did a great, a great job marketing the team and getting the fans hyped and kind of making us forget about the previous three, five years 
and um, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid this summer and, and landing Khalil Mack right before the right before the start of the season was so fantastic. What, what are you going to get John Gruden for Christmas? <laughs> I tell you, apparently he needs a pass rusher because they are hard to find. <laughs> they are hard to come by. Who would have thunk it? Shocking. I know. I mean, Shocking. you know, geez. Who, who would have thought? But uh, I guess they're really hard to find. If he can't find any, listen, if he has any more players he wants to send our way, we'll take him because he's uh, he obviously does not know how to rate his defensive uh, players. Uh, I don't think they have any other yeah, defensive players. Yeah, the Dolphins players. beat the Raiders. They don't have any players yeah, to send your no, way. No very good defensive players. <laughs> Although... You might want that car, fellow. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, you know, listen. I know. I know that, that. Listen, okay. Six touchdowns for Mitch Trubisky last week or two weeks ago was a great thing. I don't think we're going to see that this weekend. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I still feel. I still feel we're going to win. It's not going to be by six touchdowns, but. I really would rather ride uh, Mitch Trubisky out, see how he's going to do. I mean, I think the Bucks game was his 16th game. So technically, like, that was the end of his rookie season. Now we're, we're on to his second season. Who was it that said – somebody said, uh, you know, you're, you're, not a, you're, not, you're not a veteran until you've played 16 games in the NFL. And I think last week was his 16th game. So hopefully we'll start to see who he really is. I'll take my chances with Trubisky. I'll pass on Carr. Definitely pass on Tannehill. Mm. You guys can have him. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's, that's I all. think I think with I think with another quarterback, I think the Dolphins would uh, would definitely be contenders. Like They'd another quarterback like Jay Cutler. Well, come on. You to, can... to be fair, <laughs> I think Denver had a I, I, good Jay Cutler. The Bears had the once in a while good Jay Cutler. We got the out of the booth Jay Cutler. So you want Matt Moore is what you're saying. I love yeah. Matt I Moore. I love Matt Moore so much. I think the one thing we can agree on this week is that we're both glad we don't have Jay Cutler on our team. <laughs> Very true. Yes. And he's the last and he did. He spurned both of our teams. That's like we're are we what? Are we Eskimo brothers because he <laughs> <laughs> he slept with both of us, with both our teams. I don't think you know what that term really means. I don't. I've, <laughs> I've had quite a bit to drink, actually. So, honest question for both of you. How many offensive touchdowns will there be in this game Sunday? If I put the under over at one and a half. One second. Before we get to that, there was one thing uh, that Matthew said that I wanted to touch on. So, the Bears marketing campaign, was it um, – yeah. Did it involve any Super Bowl shuffle type videos or anything near as good as that? No, actually, I don't know if you're familiar, but they've got a whole comic book thing going on with their marketing campaign. I did see that because they're the Dolphin one had like the Dolphin looks like it looks very fierce. It, it has a six pack. Have you seen this, Rob? I have not. Oh and man, that's great. Haunt me. Oh, it's pretty awesome. That's what you're it's, talking about. Yeah, right? it's it's a dolphin. It's like a man dolphin in like a oh, like a awesome. superhero thing. <laughs> I, it's really weird. So uh, I I want to say. One of the former Bears, I want to say uh, Israel Adonage, uh is a comic book fan, and he created this whole comic series for the Bears, um, drew all of the players as a superhero, uh, drew every opponent, their, their mascot as like a villain, uh, and they have this whole thing going on. It started in the offseason. It's carried over. It's pretty cool. This sounds uh, like an excellent segue into my Venom conversation that I yet. really want Just to start. wait. <laughs> We're gonna. We first of all, I want to know if you think if I put the under over at one and a half for offensive touchdowns for in this both game, teams for both teams combined. Oh, over for sure combined. Yeah, yeah. Over. there's gonna be more over. than one Definitely touchdown over. on offense. Yeah. yeah, 
I think you're probably going to look at a 24-17 game. That's going to be the score. That sounds about right. And it, honestly, I feel like it could go either way. Like, I, I mean, and this isn't me being, I'm not a Dolphins homer, but I mean, I love the Dolphins, but I'm a realist. I've been watching them for a very long time. I just, I've actually watched a handful of Bears games recently, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in, in the Trubisky era. So, I mean, which is short, granted. Um, yeah. I saw the Bucks game. Like, obviously, we, we know that that's not the norm. Um, but, I mean, he... He has to, he doesn't seem to implode. I will say that. Like I haven't seen, he might not play well, but he doesn't throw. Right. Like he's not throwing crippling pick sixes or anything like that. No, well, no that's his, one of the things that his, the Bears really asked of him to do was, you know, to be himself and to, you know, protect the football, but take chances. They want that gunslinger mentality. They want him to be himself. And the, one of the things that they really liked about him coming out of college, and one of the things his teammates love about him, is how cool and calm and collected he is. He throws a pick. He misses a wide receiver. He goes on to the next play and, and tries to make something happen and stays positive. So I think they like Mitch after the Cutler era because there's no, you know, he's he's very uh, even keeled, positive. He he talks up his teammates. He's a team player. You know, he doesn't take plays off. He doesn't sit on the bench and cry like a baby like Cutler. He exercises did. and so. seems to actually care about football. You mean he doesn't smoke Absolutely. in the huddle? He's not smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I think I think the best thing I can say, oh there you go. The best thing I can say about <laughs> Trubisky is when he is off the mark, he's so far off the mark that it also can't be intercepted as well as caught. That's true. That's actually yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be like Tannehill where he's trying to throw the ball on the ground and it hits somebody's helmet and pops right up into somebody's <sighs> hands and then they run it twenty yards for a touchdown on two separate <laughs> occasions. That couldn't in happen in the fourth quarter of one football game. That's you're making that up. No, it actually happened. It did. I saw it on Sunday. Uh, so let's hope that happens again this weekend. Mm. So Matt, you are predicting a Bears win. They are laying they are uh, I do. I do. Four I just think points you think they even cover. You see them winning by 7. Absolutely. Yeah. I I just think I our offense is still suspect and uh the Dolphins have a great secondary. Uh I think the the matchup between um Fitzpatrick and uh, Taylor Gabriel is going to be something to watch. But, uh, you know, ultimately, I think Mac's going to have another strip. He's going to have another uh, strip sack. And uh, we're, going to, we're going to see a strong defensive side of the ball as we, as we do. It's really going to be, for the Bears, it's going to be if the offense can put enough points on the board. Um, and really, you know, that's going to be the key to the game. I think that's the key to the, all the Bears games. I just don't think the Dolphins have enough offensively to overcome the defense right now. Yeah. That's fair. I, I, and honestly, with the way our offensive line is banged up and the way they're playing, I am scared as heck <laughs> about that defense. Oh, here's one for you. Dolphins rushing touchdowns versus Khalil Mack touchdowns. What would you bet on being higher? Uh, well, Khalil Mack has one touchdown, so I'm going to say <laughs> the Dolphins, Dolphins have one rushing touchdown as well. So, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, so it's in, a wash. in this game, honestly, I don't see the Dolphins getting a rushing touchdown. So yep. I would probably, if I had to bet that, would just bet the Khalil Mack because that's quite that's more possible, and that's yeah, ridiculous. I think the Bears have the number three. I think, I think the Bears have the number three rushing defense right now. That's okay because the Dolphins have the worst offense. Yeah, so that's great. Yeah, that looks that <laughs> plays right into our hands. No, wait. Hold on. I need to drink more. Wait, this is backwards. <laughs> so, take another drink. Yeah. So, start, you know, before we called you, Matt, I was trying to be the most positive. I was keeping myself as optimistic as possible, but <clears throat> the two of you have depressed me to no end. Um, there was one, there were a couple things that I, I just won, you know, like, so Tunsil, right? He's, 
if he plays, which he's he's been practicing. He's he looks like he'll play. He was in limited practice for two days straight. Uh, tomorrow mm-hmm. will be a big thing. Um, right. If he doesn't play, I'm not watching this game. Well, <laughs> well, no, you might get to see Kenyon Drake chip on uh, on Khalil Mack. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. There it worked go. out pretty well in Cincinnati. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying he's going to land it. Carl Lawson, Khalil Mack, what's the difference? Sure. You know, I mean, you said Carl Lawson <laughs> was your NFC player of the year or whatever in your Madden game. He was great in the Madden team I drafted. Either either way. So, no, but I am, I'm actually interested to see, because we've been kind of, like with Laramie Tunsil, we don't, he was, we don't know what we have there. He's been playing well pretty much this year. You, th- when he went out last week, that game went to, it just went off the handle. So, this will be obviously. This is the best test you're going to get. You're going against the best pass rusher directly one on one. So I think you know there are some things here. I mean, it was like when we were going into New England, we were saying this is this is a test. Like we're going to get to see, we're going to get to learn some things about this team. Obviously, we saw what we did not want to see in New England. They played well in Cincinnati last week. I thought because Cincinnati is a good team, and I think you know they very easily could have won that game. So. There was that. Um, this will be. This will be another one of those. We'll get. We'll get some answers. Some of the things I've that we made really, an optimist really wanted. <laughs> no. Well, I don't really. I mean, no matter what happens, like I mean, they're the Dolphins. Like we we know what's going to happen. So, but I mean, in the end. But on Sunday, I mean, this is. I, I think this game is. I think it's. I think it's going to be close. I'm, you know, just because I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm leaning towards the Dolphins, and they're at home, but. Um, I think they can win. Um, I think if Tunsil plays, I think, you know, he, he might do a serviceable job on Mac. Um, it'll be, I'll be, I'm glad, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm also looking forward to seeing Gase call plays against an excellent defense. I am not looking forward to that. He has been awful this year. He really has. It's been bad. Well, I mean, to, to his credit, he has, you know, I mean, he's a great offensive play caller. It's just he doesn't have much offense to work with. Well, I mean, yes, because that because they've proven that. But I feel with the, I mean, they built this team for speed. He he built this mm-hmm. team specifically for a reason, and doesn't seem like he can call the plays to maximize what what they have. That going back a couple of weeks, that that New England game was ridiculous. They have the slowest linebackers, and <clears throat> they did no runs for Tannehill. There was there was no like stretch plays. No everything, misdirection. Everything was right up into the heart of it, and it was like no, yeah, it just didn't make sense. Like, it, it so, I'm I yes, they they are not the most talented team on offense, but they've got weapons, and it doesn't seem like it seems like they're very predictable and. You have to trick people in the you know in the NFL if you want to you know you want to score and they did against the Raiders you know they had a couple of those but you have to you have to have better play call and they have a quarterback who at his best is above average ooh right I mean let's let's be honest from what we've seen this year like that's and from what we've seen in the past six years I guess it's it's that's his best is, I know. Um, it's, it's passable, but you're not gonna. He's not. I really thought I'd. I, wa- I was really hoping to see more for him at this point in the season. I mean, I, not, well, I not even wins or losses. He, yeah. What were you gonna say, man? When he went down last year, I think that was that was the devastation right there. I mean, that was supposed to be his year. You know, he was gonna come out. Expectations were high, and then he got injured right away. You know, it was it was unfortunate, but you know, I think I think Tannehill is another Blake Bortles. I think it's somebody who who is you know a average. Maybe is slightly above average at best, and for some reason the team just will not move on from him Why for do you whatever have to reason. Why me like that? That's a very good comparison. I'm going to say it's, that is it's a the very truth. Good it's comparison. the truth. You know, <laughs> Blake Bortles doesn't win games. They win games in spite of Blake Bortles. Occasionally, he wins with, games. Though. It's the same thing with Ryan Tannehill. I think I think the Dolphins win games 
in spite of him. Yeah, I think we're about to find that out. I was, you know, being a being a fan, was hoping he could prove everyone wrong. But, I mean, he's 30 already. He's not young. It's not like he's no. waiting to put it together. Yes, he had mm-hmm. the lost season, but... The, but and and it's an early season. They can you know things can change. But we de- we definitely need to see we definitely need to see him do some things to win a game by himself. You know, make a couple crazy plays. That second half of Gase's first year with Tannehill was it, it was it was kind of a turning point for him. It looked like he was you know a pat not a great quarterback, but they could win with him, and they were they were winning consistently with him. Um, and this is the first he's been back since then. And they're three and two. I mean, they won three games. They beat the Titans, who are a good team, not a great team. <laughs> they beat the Jets, who are not a good team, and they beat the Raiders, who are not a good team. Tannehill played good in those games. Can I just the Titans? Well, he played well. He played well. The Titans lost to the Dolphins and Bills, and they've beat, beat the Jaguars, the Jaguars, and mm-hmm. uh, the Eagles, and the Eagles. That's insane. The Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're they're not a bad team. No, but they are a Jekyll. But and it also High speaks team. to the NFL too, right? Like, there's yeah. no, no team is that much better than the other one, except when it's the Patriots and the Dolphins in Foxborough. And that's the thing: the two games we we lost on the road to New England, on the road to Cincinnati, and I, mean, I think Cincinnati might be the third best team in the AFC right now. So that's not an end. It's it's the way we lost the last two games that hurts more than the fact that we lost them. Yeah, and the top three teams in the AFC, I think, are very close. Um, Matt, where do you think the Bears fall in the NFC? Actually, I'm I'm kind of curious. You know, I I, I want to say, I mean, they're they're three and one. They're they're top of their division, and I believe they're they have the like fourth best record in the NFC. I still think they're kind of maybe middle of the pack. The defense getting Khalil Mack takes them from middle of the pack, maybe to oh, upper middle. Yeah, but I, I really, I mean, people are are predicting them to make a wild card. I think it's a pretty good prediction if we see an ounce of what mitch trubisky did uh last the two sundays ago against the bucks for the rest of the season and the defense can stay healthy and continue to dominate i mean mac is just inspiring those guys Vic fangio is a fantastic coordinator i think we have a good shot um but i really all i was hoping to see this year is some exciting football and not a losing season if we finish eight and eight and, and just miss the playoffs, finish maybe third. I just don't want to finish dead last in the NFC North again. And I'll tell you what: when Green Bay comes to Chicago, if they beat Green Bay in Chicago Week 15, that'll be my Super Bowl. I'll be happy, and then we can, <laughs> we can hibernate, hibernate till next season, and go on. And, and I, I really think next season is going to be the season for us. I think. You know, the Rams are unbelievable. I think the Chiefs are great. I think the AFC is way stronger than the NFC right now. Um, so I really think the Bears are going to finish maybe upper middle of the league, maybe just miss the playoffs by a game. And we know all about those those meaningless late late season games against, you know, the Patriots for us, like last year when we when Cutler destroyed them on Monday night last year. Oh, he looked so good. That was like that was that was. I'll I'll never stop talking. That's about the that thing game. about Cutler, man. He always rises when there's no occasion. <laughs> there was absolutely no occasion, but that was beautiful. That was that was that was excellent. That was that was my Super Bowl. Yeah, there you go. Yep, that is true. Yeah. So now that we have you guys have depressed me about the Dolphins uh, against the Bears. 
So Matt, well, hey, I just uh, said listen, they had a chance. I know, I know. I'm just trying. I'm trying to throw it back to Venom for you. I know. Some, <laughs> I don't think. Listen, I don't think they have a chance. But I think that the Dolphins are a little bit better than you're giving them credit for. <laughs> if they lose this week, it'll be against one of the top three defenses in the league. They'll be three and three. You guys will be all right. Yeah, I true. I mean, it will. It's again losing this one's not the end of the world, but being at home, right. you want to find a way to win it, even if you have I to like. You. Yeah, this know. was before the season started. We had this circled as a as a pretty sure win. Oh, before Khalil Mack, this was yeah. like a this was like a and woo. then and then after Khalil Mack, <laughs> it became a total coin flip. So, and then after the first four five weeks of the season, they're three and two. All right, they're three and two. <laughs> So just to just to throw back a little bit, because uh, as I met, Matt has his other podcast, the Matt and Dave show, and they Ooh. do like to talk pop culture stuff. They like Sweet. to talk Let's about talk movies about and stuff going on. So, Matt, had, did you had, do you have any uh, inkling to go see Venom in the theater? I have not had any interest to see Venom uh, since the first trailer that showed no Venom. Um, <laughs> well, that's fair. That's good. Yeah. So, you know, actually, I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, of the Seth MacFarlane original yes. Venom Spider-Man. Yes. Um, you know, so I, I I'm a firm believer that you can't really have Venom until you have the black suit Spider-Man. Uh, oh. I'm a little familiar with with what this movie is. I know that this movie is more of the ultimate Venom storyline. Uh, that's fine. I bought, I'm okay with that. It's just not my Venom. Um, you know, there's nothing really about it that excites me. It's an obvious cash grab from Sony trying to milk all they can from the, the Marvel properties that they have. You can't fault them for that because they're a struggling studio. Uh, but I have zero interest to see it. Now, I do – I was interested to see the reviews, and the reviews when they first came out were awful. They backed up everything I felt. And then the, the, the average viewer went, and, and the fans went to go see it. And now it's the number one movie. It's breaking all kinds of October records. My curiosity has peaked. Yeah, so uh, everything you said is exactly how I feel. Like, everything you said is exactly <laughs> what I felt. And I, mm-hmm. it was because I started seeing the, the viewership, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I have lost faith in movie critics. I'm sorry. I don't know if you have. I have completely lost faith in movie critics, so... Um, I, I put no stake. I mean, obviously when I heard all the reviews coming out at first, I was like, Oh, it's just as I thought it's crap. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. love solo. I didn't love solo. <laughs> all right, it was we, fun. we won't go on that. Yeah. Either. That we're not going to love yeah. solo. What's that? I, I thought solo. I thought solo was the best star Wars movie, the actual star Wars movie since, uh, empire. Nice. Uh, I'm you, not going to, I'm not going to go that far. I liked it. I mean, I purchased it and I, I it very much enjoyed it. Like I didn't, I didn't think it was bad at all. But no, on the mm-hmm. on the Venom topic, like if uh, and hearing you talk, like just go see it. Like that, I I will say that. Like I would recommend. Like you should see it. Like I was, I had zero expectations. I mean, it's not great by any stretch of the imagination. I love Tom Hardy. I think he makes a fantastic Eddie Brock. Like I thought. I mean, it's basically it's two hours of Ed Ho- of, of, of Ed Hardy dealing with being Eddie Brock and like everything that's like going wrong with Eddie Brock's life. And Ed then, Hardy. I said Tom Hardy, didn't I? Did I say Ed Hardy? <laughs> you might have. You said Ed Hardy. I was going to let it go. Shit. Is that, what, is that the Venom suit? Is did it I actually... start out? Did I, did no, I call no, him Ed Hardy at the just, beginning? No, you just did it, it the is, one Did time. he have a white tiger on the front of his costume? <laughs> that, that's what lost me was the Ed Hardy shirt. No, 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 no. Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. He's a fantastic actor. And he does... I, I mean, I feel like this was a very strong performance for him. He's playing Eddie Brock, obviously. So Topher Grace is my oh, Eddie Jesus Brock. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
I love Tom Hardy too, and you know I forgive him for Bane in Dark Knight Rises. I don't think that was his fault. No, you know? absolutely not. I think he's a great actor. I've seen him in some great stuff. I, you know, the idea of him as Eddie Brock as Venom, it's exciting. It's just it's from what I saw and what I'm even even the people who are liking it are going well. It's not great, but it's fun. It's good. You know, it's fine. Rob knows how I feel about spending my money at the theater and and giving my money to the studios for things that I don't support. Six dollars and forty one cents on the sundial for the matinee. That's what I did. Went in there. There was listen, nobody in the theater. It was great. It was worth listen, all six dollars and forty one cents of my money. I waited to see Justice League until I saw it for free on the airplane. Woo! That's where that's where oh, I ended up. Oh man, it's so much better than Justice League. It is. Way and the only reason why I watched Justice it is because League. I was stuck on the plane. I had nowhere else to go, so I might as well just watch Justice League. So much better and, than Justice League is like saying Tannehill is so much better than Cutler. It doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, well, I guess no. Uh, Venom is better than Tannehill. I will say. Listen, I'm I'm hopeful that you know, they, they did an origin story. It's made a lot of money. Obviously, there'll be a sequel. Hopefully, the sequel will be good. You know, the sequels sometimes when you get past the origin story, the sequels can be better because you can tell more of a story. You can get more into the lore of it. Have you, you know, read anything about the post-credit scene? I have not. I'm, I know Carnage is mentioned or something. I I don't I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it, uh, but the post credit scenes. It's one of the better post credit scenes I've ever seen in any comic book movie. And I not going to wow. say who's there, but I mean it's more more so than Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury in Iron Man One. Well, that was more. I mean, for that, I mean that's like a shock factor too because it was like kind of the first time it would ever happen. Now it's kind of expected, so I guess you kind of lose that shock value mm. there. But this was, I mean, for me, being being a Spider-Man, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Like, that was my comic growing up. Love loved the McFarlane Spider-Man. Love the black suit. Mm-hmm. Love, love all of that. Totally, like, 100% agreed with everything you said about, like, I didn't understand how they're going to make this movie without having any kind of tie to Spider-Man. Um, but I, I think, and one of the reviews I was reading, actually, um, that was actually one of the more positive reviews, was on Vox about this movie doing so well and and even though it didn't get like a a great you know critics review but i i think the movie doing so well you know financially i think it actually leaves the door open to it like to having some kind of crossover with the marvel universe if they ever get there so well and i don't know if you heard this but the reason why they ended up making it a pg-13 movie and not a rated r movie was because they wanted to leave that door kind of cracked open yep they didn't feel like an R-rated Venom could cross over with a PG-13 uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man. So yeah, agreed. And, and uh, I, I, that might have been the smartest thing that they did. I don't know. Yeah, well, watch it. It sounds like you have a similar feeling on uh, on on the whole the genre and and Spider-Man and, and Venom just in general. Um, but no, I thought it was. I mean, obviously, like Spider-Man Three with Tobey Maguire was one of the worst, maybe maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. So this was actually seeing Venom on screen done somewhat right like Mm -hmm. it just made me happy like it was it was fun it was great seeing the eddie brock character developed tom hardy's amazing um you get to see a little bit of venom honestly the 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 special effects are great like the way he the way venom looks is amazing like i don't think that came through in the trailers either no he looks terrible in the yeah in the movie he looks terrible it really comes through like i don't know i really in the and i agree in the trailers it looked awful like i wanted no part of this movie like I was just like whatever I'll pay the six bucks and go see it on a Monday whatever well, and it was great I mean you, not great it was it was a B like I give it a B you may but, not have convinced me to spend six bucks but you have convinced me that I will probably rent it instead of waiting for it to be free fair 
Yeah, it, Rob, you know me. I'll probably wait for it to come out on the library and <laughs> run it for free there. The library. That's awesome. Matt loves the library. That's great. The library is awesome. It's a good place. All right. So, again, we got a little off topic there, well, off Dolphins topic, but we we warned you that was going to happen. Oh, uh, that's okay. I don't want to talk about the Dolphins. I know you don't, uh-huh. but I want to let the folks know that if they enjoy that kind of you mind if i call it nerd talk because you know just get <laughs> kind of get into the into the weeds a little bit on the pop culture stuff you know you might want to check out the matt and dave show because uh matt and his co-host dave do love to talk about these kind of things and uh so that would if you enjoyed that you will definitely want to uh check them out we do we, we try to you know we try to broaden our horizons and talk a little bit of everything music and movies and books and i mean i think we were talking uh theme parks last week so Nice. We tr- we try to do everything for the nerds, for the you know, for the the soccer moms, the kids. I don't know, whatever. The pets. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. You, th- you think maybe we can get some cross listeners? We only have like twelve. How many do you have? Uh, I think we have thirteen, and Rob would be thirteen. So. <laughs> oh, all right. So there's a little bit of crossover there. Okay. Well, I I think we can combine the audiences. Maybe we can get them. You know, maybe we can talk some football. Combined. Let's shoot for fourteen. All right. Yeah. Nice. Aim for the sky. Awesome. Well, Matt, I want to congratulate you on Shoot your Chicago Bears with their hot start. Oh yeah, they're they're in the driver's seat of that division, which they I may or may it. not hold. But that's a you know what? It's a great start. It should be a good game. I will take Sunday. it. Yes, I petitioned to have the season end last week, but they didn't listen to me, <laughs> so we got to play another. You you might have needed a few more signatures for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. I want to thank you for coming on the blowhole. And, My pleasure. Uh, and, uh, and I want to wish you nothing but ill will on Sunday, and I hope your team implodes and, and is awful and they can win all the rest of their games. Yeah, I don't want Khalil yeah. Mack to get hurt. I want him to have a really good time in Miami on Saturday night and maybe <laughs> maybe miss a little bit of the game. And feel like, f- feel at, free to break Tom Brady in half. Oh, yeah. Oh, they play them this year. That's yes. right. We play, uh, we play them in Chicago, I think, um, the week after, I believe. Either the week after or two weeks after we play the Dolphins. Again, not wishing injury on anybody, but, but, but no, do, no, do no, bad things to Tom hurt, Brady. Hurt his feelings. Like, yeah. even, even a hungover Khalil Mack is going to be better than a Ryan Tannehill. Oh, that's so oh, Ryan true. Tannehill's never hungover. That's the pro- Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I'll send him this tequila. Oh, yeah, this stuff is delicious. Thanks for joining, Matt. Really appreciate it. All right, thanks a lot, guys. All right. Bye-bye. That went well. Yeah, that we was had our, our first, first ever call-in guest. Yeah. All right. So maybe we can we can open that up for for future. Yes. If we, if we if we had any friends and they were fans of teams that weren't the Dolphins, we could have them on. Or maybe we'll just have an average uh, dumb sports fan on from time to time. Oh yes. Oh, I have several of those. We'll get those on for sure. Awesome. All right. So. Um, Let's. I, I guess let's. We didn't really get into predictions. I mean, Matt said twenty four seventeen Bears. What do you think, Rob? Uh, I'm going Dolphins ten, Bears nine. Oh, jeez. Oh man. So yeah, you take the under on the touchdowns then. I do. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't. I don't think it's going to be that low scoring. Not not in today's NFL. Um, I'm thinking uh, twenty four to seventeen sounds right. I actually like. I'm. I'm going to say. Um, I'm going to take a, uh, a 17, 16 dolphins win. Ooh, at look home. at us. Look at us rooting for the dolphins and defense bends, but doesn't break. Keeps them out of the end zone. A bunch holds them to a lot of field goals. Nice. Yeah. Maybe a, a touchdown at the end, not at the very end. Cause we know we're not very good at that, but somewhere late in the fourth quarter, dolphins get a touchdown and win. Maybe on defense. 
Probably. All right. All right. Mitch so, Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. Ryan Tannehill. All it's right. the NFL. So we talked about last week, um, a really heartbreaking, gut-wrenching loss. Um, we did. We got a Bears fan on. We got some Bears perspective. Uh, they're they're doing very, very well this season. Um, it's, I think it's going to be a good game on 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 Sunday. And it, in spite of the, how the last two weeks have gone, I think the Dolphins have actually played well this year as well. Um, honestly, you can throw the Patriots game out. Like that was that was that was a bad game, um, but the other four games they played they they played well. They really could have won that Bengals game. So and the Bengals are a very good football team. Um, so I guess let's move on to the picks for this week. Or do you want to talk about how we're uh, Rob and I are actually playing each other in fantasy football this week? I'll we, let Rob gloat about how well his fantasy team is doing in my league right I, now. You know what? I have a couple players on by, and you're a ten point favorite by the useless predictions. That's right. But I am five and zero. Oh. I do have the most points scored, and I have won the league two years running. A little context here. Rob came into our league. Our league has been around for 10 years. Rob came in two years ago, and he's won it two years in a row. Rob is a witch at fantasy football. And last year, I had the number one overall pick, and David Johnson went out in week one, and I still won the day. He did. League. He did. He won. In the, he, but he did not like dominate all year. He snuck into the playoffs and then just made it through. It was uh, Alvin Kamara, I think, was the— uh, That helped the difference but um no rob is very very good at fantasy football so this week we are playing it is football team that is that is robcast team and then my team is the hell satans that's james radio's football team so i've been in this i started this league i commissioned this league um i actually wrote a uh, a fantasy football uh recommendation blog for the finsider for years um it was called strikes and gutters um so now rob is in the league and he's been dominating um, I have not won. I am the only person that's won the league three times. Rob has now won twice. He's also the only other person to win twice in a row. I've the only. I had been the only person that won twice in a row that repeated as champion. That was years ago. Um, but no, we're we're going into we're, it's it's a heated battle. I'm actually I'm favored to win. I'm on a hot streak. I'm three and two. I'm doing well. Uh, I have really really strong wide receivers. It's a PPR. I have Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs, Robert Woods. And Zach Ertz as my tight end. So, and this is a PPR. And then my running backs are um, who are my running backs? I forgot. Elliott and Lynch. Ex- yeah, Ezekiel Elliott, Marshawn Lynch. I had Kenyon Drake as my number two running back, but uh, that didn't pan out so good. That's funny. I see Kenny Stills and Kenyon Drake on your bench. Yep, they're sitting on the bench. That's correct. Not That's starting terrible. them this week. <clears throat> well, I, I also started the Bengals defense last week, and that was a huge. Oh my god! Huge, that, huge win for me. Yeah. Yeah, and you can all stab me for doing that but whatever well you got carson wentz and he's already got a touchdown and uh that's oh a- yeah we didn't talk about this thursday night game we're supposed to do that before the show every week god you tequila are so delicious that's quite all right because it because it's an awful game to me the eagles and giants i always like those nfc east games I, I mean i like them but i don't want to watch them oh yeah i know but they're like i for some reason those are like for that like reminds me of like my early childhood fandom for some reason it looked like it was a it was a three-point game <clears throat> excuse me and uh the you're eagles right? already have a 7-3 lead you're so old you're falling apart I am falling apart you're falling apart over there are you gonna be okay yeah can I'll you be finish okay. the podcast uh, Do you want me to carry it the rest of the way i'll just talk about venom oh forget it <laughs> all right let's talk let's talk about the week ahead all right so the third, we don't have to spend a lot of time on the Thursday game because... What is the score of the Thursday game it, right now? Right now it's 7-3, but when people listen oh, okay. to this, this game's over and they already know everything about it, so... What was the spread? The spread, right here on my bookie, it's it's only it's two and a half. Eagles favored by two and a half. I saw it as three in a lot of places before I saw this. 
I, I um, would. I mean, obviously, this one doesn't count, but I would have taken the Eagles. I would have taken the Eagles as well. There's, I mean, I'm not rarely going to bet on the Giants as I lost with them last week. And I do think the Eagles will turn it around. I don't know if it's this year. I mean, I don't know if it's this week, but uh, I, I like them. It's whenever the they get LaShawn McCoy from Buffalo, which it might happen. happen in the next few days. They don't really. Well, they made cap space, too. With I Fletcher know. Cox. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, it's happening. I, you can write that one in the book. All right. Well, and it, we have an awful game to talk about. Right uh, off which, the top? Yeah, I think this will take two seconds. Woo. We have the Cardinals going to Minnesota. Ooh, well, there was an awful team that went to Minnesota not too long ago and won with a rookie quarterback as well. An awful team that had a good defense, and I don't think you can call me on this anymore. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, because they held the Titans to 12 points, that makes them a good defense. I'm just saying they are not a terrible defense. All right. They're the only reason they won two games. If you say so. Let's talk about this game. So Cardinals at Vikings. What's the spread? I don't care. It's 10, and I there you couldn't get me to pick the cardinals in this you don't think they're gonna cover nope 10 nope all right all right i mean the vikings haven't been very impressive i mean i know you've been i know all right you you say cover no problem cover no problem all right i'm gonna i'm gonna say the cardinals actually they cover this really this game we're already we got we got we got we got one yep fantastic oh the next one's a fun one we got your los angeles chargers going to cleveland Cleveland, the Los Angeles Chargers in Cleveland. In uh, what month is it? It's October. The weather should be okay. Um, oh, the Chargers are just always a disappointment. What's the spread? This has is only one and a half. Yeah, well, that sounds about right. For the Chargers are favored one and a half. Yeah, but that well, that's saying that's saying that they're on gonna a neutral win. field. Yeah. the no, Browns no. are a better team. No, I don't believe it's that. in Cleveland. Oh, right, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, you're, you're right. Wel- you're welcome. Burp. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So the Chargers, yeah, I I like that. The Chargers win. I like that. I love these two coaching staffs going against each other. Oh, because they're going to be fighting Can over I who's going to lose. Tie? Can I bet on the tie right now? <laughs> Seriously, what do you think the odds are like of the, a tie? On the money line of the tie? Oh, jeez, that would give I, the Browns two ties this year. I know. Oh, the Browns are going to have two or three ties this year. They're they're. They're, he's awful. <laughs> this is not this week, my friend. The Chargers are going to win this game. All right. I, I agree with that. I know. You love the Chargers. I do love the Chargers. It's the unis. I know. They're they got great, great unis. And a good fight song. The second best in the NFL. And I love San Diego, even though they're not there anymore. That's helped my love for, for the Chargers. That little tiny f- high school football field they play on is in Los Angeles, technically. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. But it's definitely not in San Diego. No, I know that. The next game here is the Bears giving four to the to our Dolphins in our Dolphins home stadium. Well, I already made my prediction. Yes. We both predicted the Dolphins to win by one point. So we'll and so we'll happily take the four. Yep. So now we have the Carolina Panthers traveling to the Washington Redskins. Ooh. The Redskins are a tough team to figure out. What's this, what's the line here? The line is I'm too old to see it. It's a pick 'em. That's why I couldn't see it. That sounds about right. Um I like the Panthers. I love the Panthers yeah. here. I, I, I think the Panthers are kind of underrated because people are tired of them and, and whatever. Well, they just don't win by a lot. They never they're, they win, right. just not by a lot. But I This think, is a game they win. I think they're good, and Olsen may be coming back soon, um, even though like we thought he might be lost for the year. And again, he, he could come back one play and be out. Peterson was banged up, too. And he's actually been playing well for them, for Washington. He has. And they that, don't have anybody else on offense, really. No, the, uh, Chris Thompson. 
No, I meant like wide receivers passing oh, oh. game. Like they have... well, he's a ca- he catches the ball. That's true. <laughs> but he's, yes, yeah. No, I, I know. I like the Panthers. I, I love, pick I love wow. the Panthers. Yeah, and Panthers. Pick yeah, for that's, sure. That's total. All right, your Indianapolis Colts are going to the New York Jets. Oh, old school AFC East matchup. Getting two and a half, so they're basically giving the Colts a slight edge, but the home field. You Jim know. Harbaugh versus Boomer Esiason, right? Remember? I do remember. <laughs> I know because you're old. <laughs> you remembered. <laughs> I know. I was a little kid, though. Um, what's this, what's the line here? Uh, Colts getting two and a half. In New York. Uh, Andrew Luck against that Jets defense, which is average to good, I guess. Um, Sam Darnold against the Colts defense, which I think is a little bit better than people give it credit for, even though they've been spanked the last couple weeks. Um, what do you think? I wouldn't bet on this one. I wouldn't bet. I, on I it. don't. I, it's one of those. It's one of those. I wouldn't be surprised with a, with either team blowing out the other team or a close game. I like the Colts to win. Just as a as a little sneaky fantasy uh, for you DFS players or you folks playing the the waiver wire, keep an eye out. Isaiah Crowell has not practiced the last two days. If he does not practice Friday, he may not pl- start. Or he might not play. And if he does not play, Isaiah uh, Bilal Powell will get all those rushing yards, and the Jets can run the ball. And if it's one guy running the ball, Bilal Powell will be a great play on Sunday against the Colts. Yeah, he catches passes too. So, yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good call. Um, I like the Colts to win the game, I guess. I Just because I'd rather the Colts win the game, I'll go with that too. I just I, Luck versus Darnold, I mean, if it's coming down, like I'm, I'm going to go with Luck. Fair enough. Ooh, we may we may disagree on this because it's your favorite team, the Cincinnati Bengals. I do love the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> it's so the Steelers are oh, going. You to mean Cincinnati. the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, I like those AFC North teams. Uh, Steelers on the road? No way. I do not. What's ben, the line? What's the line? The line is only two. The Steelers are only getting two, yeah, so and I think that's insane. I think the Bengals are a better team. Bengals win. I think the. I but think this is these are the games where the Bengals. The Bengals have been traditionally better than the Steelers. For years, a lot, right, and they always lose. But not, not. At, but at home, I expect. I don't. Roethlisberger has not. Been, Do you remember the playoff the game? Yeah, that, okay. It was not that long ago. I'm just saying. Here's here's two teams that I will bet on only deciding by if they're home or away, and they both play and they played each other last week. Steelers and Falcons, different teams, home and away. Oh, agreed. I know that was what I called. That's yeah, and you were right. I forgot. What, how how right was I? I? Well, what was the on. final score? It was like forty-two to seventeen or something, right? Um, yeah, I don't know if they covered though. <laughs> they, they more than covered. All right, so we both love Cincinnati in that. Yes, one. we like Cincinnati. All right, this one, this one. Oh, there could not be a higher. What is the under line? over of fifty-seven? The line is only three and a half. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are getting three and a half to go into Atlanta and have how many punts in this game? One, two. Hmm. Oh man, punts! That's a. Good... <laughs> I'll take two. I'll take two punts in this game. <laughs> in this, in this entire Atlanta game. will not punt in this game, and no. Tampa may punt once or twice. Yeah, I would. I would. I would take. I mean, Atlanta needs to win, even though their season is over. They need to win. The Bucks. You know, they they got Jameis starting now, which is 
probably better in the long run. But they're going to put some points up in this. But game. This is a game you would have, but uh, you would have liked to see Fitzpatrick play this game because this is the kind of game where he could have flung it around with the with their depleted defense. But I like Atlanta. Be the only quarterback the- to ever throw six touchdowns and five interceptions <laughs> in one game. Yeah, no, totally. With the three and a, I'd still lay the three and a half with the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons win. Um, oh. This is going to be a hell of a shootout. That's what do you think the final score is going to be? Like forty-eight to thirty-four, forty-eight to forty. It's funny. The under/over is only fifty-seven. Oh, I would. I'd have to take the over in that. Mm, I mean, I guess that's like mm, what is it? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. That's like oh, 30, thirty to twenty-seven. To 30, yeah. yeah, I mean, it yeah. could very well be that. I mean, but that's because they could be longer. That's drives. crazy. High. It could be actually. Like, yeah. just, I just have to scroll down here because I got to see what the oh my god, what the under/over in the Chiefs. New England is even higher. What's the what about the Bengals? Uh, I mean the uh, Titans, Titans Ravens. That's going to be pretty low. Yeah, I think it's three. <laughs> it's forty one. Oh, take the under, my friends, and forty one and a half for the Bears Dolphins. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, nobody's scoring in that game unless I, it's the defense. The only well, way that goes I, over is with multiple. I did. Defensive I said seventeen sixteen. I guess that is under. Yeah. So all right. All right, let's get get us back on track yeah, where, here. You, yeah, you lost me. Where are we at? We have the Seattle Seahawks and the going to Oakland. Ah, the old school AFC West matchup. The Marshawn Lynch revenge game. Yeah, what's the line here? Uh, three. The Seahawks are favored by three. Oh, Jesus, in really? Well, they just they just almost beat the Rams. Yeah, but that's because they play them all the time. Um, yeah, Oakland. Oh, totally. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The Seahawks aren't good. You've watched them, right? I know, but I refuse to bet. I refuse to go to with bet on Gr- Oakland with Gruden. I, I will go against Gruden. So this might this might be our first, uh, our second. No, we've had this a couple already. already. No, I we think. just had many. So I'm taking Seattle minus three. Mm, all right. I do not like laying points with Seattle. As I say this, no, I'm like, yeah, this is they're on the road too. Wow, no, man, I'm, I'm taking it, Oakland. This is just this is just a, I hate I don't like Oakland. And I love Seattle. Like they're one of my favorite teams. I just they're they're not good this year. Like I think last week was I they were amped to they hate the Rams. I mean, and they play them all the time. No, no, I get it. So yeah, no, no, no. That was they're not that good. All right, here's one for you. All right. Buffalo Bills <laughs> at Houston. Your favorite team, the Buffalo Bills defense. You love their defense. When they when their defense beats us, you're going to be Shut singing another up. tune. I don't even care. I don't care. They're not good. Buffalo is getting 10 in Houston to play the Texans. They're going to cover that. They'll they will Houston will not beat Buffalo by 10 points. I agree. Yeah. Um they should win. Houston will not beat anybody by 10 points. No, not against that defense. No. right they're very very good all right so your los angeles rams are going to denver and they are favored by seven oh that's it (laughs) exactly i Uh, will take the rams i'm gonna take the rams i think denver i think this is the case keenum revenge game (laughs) (laughs) you said that with a straight face that Um, was awesome rob i've been uh taking acting lessons that's really really good um yeah no the everybody's seen the rams this year right yeah the rams the rams are and you saw the broncos in new york i mean the broncos are at home and they're a better team at home apparently they played the chiefs tough at home they did but honestly Um, i think the rams are better than the chiefs because they're more complete well they're tougher yeah they're better than the chiefs and they're also not in the same division so the the broncos aren't as familiar with them right so yeah it's gonna be hard for the broncos to 
to play against them. So this is one. Well, actually, we may disagree on this because you think the Cowboys are better than than I do. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to Dallas, and they are only favored by three and a half points. Ooh, and I like Jacksonville to cover. Yeah, because I do not like Dallas. I don't like Dallas. I mean, I'm. I know we went against them before because you like you you have more faith in them than I do. My whole thing with with Dallas is usually when they're playing somebody like Ezekiel Elliott is like one of those transcendent players that is better than most of the people on the field at any time so I feel like that gives them some some leeway. I don't know if you know this but the Jacksonville Jaguars have a r- little running back named Jamal Charles now. I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, he's not the same Jamal Charles from a couple of years ago, though. Well, I mean, it's the same guy. Oh, no, it's the same person. Yeah, yeah, it's him. It's, it's actually right. him. I, I checked his dental records. <laughs> um, oh, man. I guess I like Jackson. I, I, Jackson's going to win for sure. Um, well, three and a half. That's not a ton. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think, yeah, it's, it's basically a pick. I like Jacksonville. All right. Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans. Two, who the hell knows what these two stupid teams are going to do week to week teams? It's in Tennessee. What's the spread? Two and a half. Baltimore is it's favored by two and a half. Uh, which one do you like better? I don't know. I think Baltimore is a better team. I think Baltimore is a better team. I too. think Baltimore, even though they do weird things and they they, uh, I, I'm not I, I'm not betting this one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans win. Um, but I would, I think I would take the Ravens here. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I definitely wouldn't bet on this game either. I think, oh man, it's really hard. It's so hard because they're so similar to each other. They're both like their quarterbacks are like very, like very hot and cold. I couldn't name you like the wide receivers are like, they're all like, they're all okay. They're actually Tennessee has a very good running back, Derrick Henry. They just don't ever use him. No, he's not a very. It turns out he's not a very. good I running disagree. Back. I think he's a very good running. He's back. not. They've used him this year. He's terrible. Maybe he, I don't know why he's terrible. Good. I don't know. But even Lewis can't, is having trouble running. He ran well the first couple of weeks, and the, and he's he's pretty much been stymied. Their offensive so. lines banged up a little bit, right? Luan got hurt, I guess, in the Dolphins game, and the other one, Conklin got hurt too, didn't he? Uh, whatever their offensive lines a little bit. It, yeah, exactly. I don't know. These teams are very, very similar. We'll let the Titan holes talk about that. Jesus, I don't know. Uh, Baltimore, I guess, because they crush us every time. Yeah, Baltimore. I'll take Baltimore. All right, let's have some fun. Kansas City Chiefs going into New England. What is the line? The Chiefs are favored by three and a half. In New England, they're favored. Oh no, they are not. It's plus three and a half. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. New England is favored. Yeah, but. By three and a half, meaning they think New England's even better on a neutral field. No. Because they're getting the extra half. Oh, well, okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. I know yeah. I'm terrible at this, but I got that one right. I think New England's better than Kansas City. I don't know if I believe that yet. I think they will be in come playoff time. But well, right now, when you I don't factor know in are. coaching, I think New England's better than Kansas City. Regular season Andy Reid... I don't know. New England's defense is better than Kansas City's defense. Here's Kansas City's offense thought. is better than New England's offense. If However, we can beat the Bears, we might have sole possession of first place depending on this game. Oh, sure. Because New England could lose this game because the Chiefs are a fine team. They're not going to lose. They're not going to lose. New England wins this game. So it's... you say New England wins this game. Yep, and covers. Oh, wow. Did you set it up to like start at an hour? This is the time it normally ends. Oh, wow. 
So real quick, because I think we're right there. Um, San Francisco and Green Bay. Oh, that's an awful game. I don't even want to talk about it. Green Bay wins. What's the cover? What's the spread? Ten. Oh, I don't know if they cover. Hey everybody, it's Neil Patel, editor-in-chief of The Verge. I host a podcast every week called The Verge Cast with my friends Paul Miller and Dieter Bone. We've got a rotating cast of characters from our entire site, which is about technology, how it impacts culture, and how that is all a big cycle that causes us to have a wide variety of feelings that you can listen to every Friday. We've done over 300 episodes in the six years since The Verge has been around, but you only need to listen to one, the latest one, to get caught up on everything in tech news. Vergecast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else. To listen to podcasts, check it out. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, I'm Neil Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts.